Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Well, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Uh-huh. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, man. Boy, 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 boy. Man, God has been good to me. I, I can't even. <laughs> I, I can't even put it into words, man. But I try, though. I try, I try, I try. God does things for me just right on time. He's he's so cool with it. And um, I happen to run across Joel Osteen on television, like I often do all the time. And um, I was sitting there, and he had such a timely message for me. A part of it was something that I've said oftentimes about if you really, really want to be successful, if you really, really want to change, if you really, really want to prosper, if you really, really want to achieve greatness, if you really, really want to have something in life that's worth having, if you really, really want to accomplish your goals, you got to push through all of it. He said that when you get closer to it, the more difficult it becomes. Did you hear me? He said, The closer you get to what it is you want or you need or you have to have or or you would love to be, it gets a little bit more difficult when you get closer. He told this uh, story that's in the Bible that I'd never heard before. This is what he said. He said there was a man who was uh, paralyzed and Uh, he had heard that Jesus was speaking at a house 
And so he wanted to get there, so he convinced four of his friends to put him on a stretcher and carry him for for hours to get to this house where Jesus was speaking. He said that along the way, these friends said that 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 they went along because he had so much faith that if he could just get to him, it could be better. That he could, if if he could just get over there and he could see him, that he might have a shot at getting healed. And so he said they took out along the way and they walked and they walked and they walked for hours. And then uh, when they got there, the house was completely filled with people. There was absolute, it was packed wall to wall. There was absolutely no way for the men to get him on that stretch in to see Jesus. This is a story that uh, Joel Osteen said is in the Bible and he was telling it. No, I'm just repeating the parts of it I, I, I gathered. And so he said they sat there and they went, wow, man, we walked all this way and it's full and, 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 and we can't get there. He said, and then the guy with the affliction told the four men, if you get up on the roof and cut a hole in it and lower me down, I bet I could see him then and I bet it'll be all right. Now, he then said, you must imagine how these four men must have felt when you carry somebody for hours on, 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 on the way they had to carry some cloth connected by a couple of sticks. Said the men's shoulders had to be bruised, had to have deep uh, gouges in them, not cuts, but just indentations where they had carried the weight of this grown man for so many hours. And they looked at him in disbelief, like, man, what are you talking about? We done walked all this far. He said, yeah, but if you get up on that roof and you cut a hole in it and lower me down, I can see him. And when he see me, it'll be all right. After sitting there and imploring the men, they went up and did just that. And and in the, and in the story that Joel Osteen said, the man was healed. But the point he was making was, he was saying that the closer you get to what it is you really want, the more difficult it's going to become. But you've got to push through. See, if you don't push through, you never know. See, you can't get right to the answer and because it gets really difficult, start creating those little sayings that we got as people. Uh, Well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. I, I guess it wasn't the Lord's will. No, man, I guess you should not give up right now. I guess you should keep pressing. I guess you should do more. Because, see, in all of us, in all of us, when you've had enough, I want you to know something. You do have a little bit more. In all of us, you can do one more. You know, that's one of my favorite things, and I heard Joel Osteen say it, and it kind of made me feel good. He said, I always feel like I can do one more anything. And I tell my friends all the time, I can do one more, man. I could do one more day. I can do one more anything. Now, here was the jewel that I never really knew that Joel Osteen uh, and God sent to me. I needed to hear. He said that no matter what you're going through, no matter how long the challenge is you've been facing, 
God has an end date for it all. Did you hear me? No matter what you're going through, no matter what challenge you're facing, no matter what situation you've gotten yourself into, God has an ending date. All you got to do is keep pressing forward. All you got to do is hang in there. All you got to do is don't give up. All you have to do is don't turn back. There is an end date for all of it. Even when you think you've had enough. And boy, have I had this conversation with God on several things that I've been going through. And I'm go- I've even told him, look, I got it, man. He said, just keep hanging on. There is an end date to whatever it is you're going through. There's an end date to your illness, your sickness, your, your, your tired of being tired. There's an end date to this relationship that you can't seem to get through beyond, over, that's that's a, like a cancer to you. There's an end date, but you've got to hang in there. You've got to keep pushing forward. You cannot turn around. You must not go back because when God gets you through this and you break through to the other side, the reward and the benefit is far greater than the struggle. I oftentimes look at some of the things that God has brought me through in in, in my worst times. And, And when he brought me through, I went, wow, man. Now that I understand that, now that I'm on the other side and I have the benefit of the reward for it, would you do it all again to get there? Yes, I would. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourself for the opening of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today, it has been decided that the show will begin this way. Five, four, three, two, one. Ah, it's morning time. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve Harvey, with your devotion. Good morning. Always, always. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, devotion. What's happening? <laughs> Amen. Devotion. Mm-hmm. I got a story about that song, Junior. Good morning, Uncle. Let's hear about it, man. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Top, top. It's devotion time. Yes. True it is. devotion. Yeah. Bless it. All the children. Jodis. Got it. Oh. What? Nailed it. I know it. Said the same thing. I know it. Got it. Praise Jodis. The teachers that brings true love to me. Nay. Dunna. Dunna. I'm sorry. High version. Your devotion. Opens all life's treasures. Please put Junior out of his misery because he thinks. Earth, wind, and fire versus 
the Isley Brothers. Are you going to make it? <laughs> what? On yeah. I'm, I'm what? The countdown is on, huh? Hey, Swiss Beats called me mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. What he said? Yeah, what he said? After the radio show, he said, King, mm-hmm. 50 people called me. They sent me a clip. Have you seen Steve Harvey's tripping on this versus? <laughs> So excited. He said, King, you got to be a part of this. Oh, yeah. I said, I don't know, Swiss. I got to find out where it's going to be. He said, LA. I said, I'm supposed to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I said, give me a couple days, man. Think about it. So you going to redo your schedule? Yeah. His entire world. Yeah. For them two. Yeah. You're going to make it work. For them two? Yeah. <laughs> Almost. Hey, y'all got that. What do the host do? Um, they don't really have don't a host have one. all the you'd time. Be the first I've never, yeah, you'd be yeah. probably they the kinda, first host. Yeah, they kind of host themselves, you know. Oh, hell the no. Songs and talk you gonna bring got them out? You got to be in there. <laughs> you got to yeah. bring them out. Yeah, yeah, they can't do that they sell. And then oh, you got to yeah. tell stories. Ain't neither one of them great hosts. Yeah. <laughs> you got to tell I, stories. I have a feeling home. this is going to be the longest versus battle. <laughs> I don't know Steve. what time it starts, <laughs> but we got at least 10 hours of hits. You see? <laughs> That's a marathon. Will you make it to work the next day is the question. Hell no. Girl. Girl. <laughs> All right, here we go. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO with the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Ask the CLO. Um, I don't even have to ask him if he's ready because I know he is already. This one is from Deshaun in Shreveport. Deshaun no. says, my 30-year-old daughter... Deshaun has- who? Deshaun <laughs> who? in Shreveport. Shut up. That's nice oh, okay. next to Texas. Okay, I'm just asking. Which Deshaun we talking wow, about? Wow, dog. Go ahead, Shirley. This is who now? All right, yeah. My 30-year-old daughter is having a son by my best friend that's my age. My best friend was at the gender reveal party, so I asked him why was he there. That's when he told me it's his baby. I left, and I have not spoken to my daughter at all since that day. My brother said I can't be too upset because my daughter is grown, but I have every right to be upset at my friend. A few days ago, my friend told me he wants to marry my child. So how do I deal with all of this? Should I be supportive? Whoa. Oh, we didn't well, put his ass at the party. <laughs> well, she 30. I'm assuming your friend 50. I'm going to just go with that. Yeah. Minimum, 50. Let's just say he 50. He had to gender reveal is his baby. He want to marry her. The, the thing is, is if your daughter wants to. Now, 30 is up there. Yeah. So, ain't like she a little bitty girl. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's up to them. You know, and I understand you being upset. I get it. Lord knows I get it. But it's their decisions. And once they grown, they get to make their own decisions. Yeah. Ain't no wow. need of you not speaking to her and stepping out your daughter's life over that. For why? Still your, your daughter. And your grandchild. And, and your grandchild. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, but I'm. But how long you been looking at my daughter, though? Looking. You know matter. what I'm saying? She's grown she now. pregnant. Yeah, I got that. See, Tom, I got where back. you at because you got two young daughters, so I got it, man. And one. Keep that attitude. You got one. That's <laughs> right, Sydney. You got one. But just keep that attitude because you're going to need it. Say that attitude. Had to keep that attitude right there, Tommy. Because you all that vigor. <laughs> right there. 
Ooh. All right. Uh, Carter in New Jersey says, I'm a 29-year-old single man, and I live in the home I grew up in. My dad just got divorced, and he has asked me to move back in. Uh, I fixed the house up and replaced all of the furniture, and having my dad back in the house will cramp my style. My dad often reminds me that he paid off the house so I could live there and save money. How do I tell my dad he's not welcome? Whoa. Mm. Well, wait a minute, dog. Hold on. Whoa. Your father gave you the house? Sounds like it. And he now you're telling off. him mm-hmm. he can't move back in, and he told you he paid it off so you could have a house? Mm-hmm. So he could save money, yeah. <sighs> Ungrateful. Because it'll cramp his style, the 29-year-old son. Well, 29-year-old, when you were saving your money, what were you saving your money for? See, your father worked his whole life and paid off of you, you 29. He done had a 15 or a 30-year mortgage. So he been paying on that house before you was born, probably, if it's a 30-year mortgage. A 15-year mortgage, half your life. He done paid the house off. I think the honorable thing for you to do is you done put new furniture in it, take your new-ass furniture, and get yourself a new-ass apartment, and let your daddy move back in the house that he spent his whole life working for. And you start working and buy your own damn house. You ungrateful ass. That's right. He cramping my style. Ain't that about nothing? my style. I know. Do you know how many times you cramped your daddy's style and your mama's style? They trying to have some quiet moments. You in that crying? Get your punk ass in your room. (laughs) You going to mess around it. Your daddy going to talk to you like Kirk Franklin. Keep on. But he's, <laughs> but he's not welcome. That's so harsh for your father. That's so harsh. Brother, you yeah. forgot what all he did for you. Now, he down on his luck, divorced, probably lost everything. And now you ain't got no heart for your father. Man, get out of here. Yeah, Miss no me. at the end. Come get on. your new stuff and kiss my old ass. How about you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're moving on. Tony in Colorado Springs says, I just turned 30. And the lady I've been dating is 22 years older than I am. I'm a flight attendant and she travels a lot. So I'm able to meet her on trips when I'm not working. But it's getting old and I want more of a commitment. We've never been to each other's houses. So I'm starting to think she's hiding a husband or another man from me. We've been together for close to six months. So shouldn't I know more about her personal life? Mm. Yeah, but you don't. And like you said, what that tell you? Now, you, you done had your little rollick in the fun. You done fell in love. She ain't. Now, which one is the flight attendant? The 30-year-old. And Man, the, the... go on somewhere. <laughs> Just go. You, you ain't in love. He's sprung. He like see? her. Well, yeah, well. She don't like you that much. Mm-mm. That's what was that movie with George Clooney? Tommy. Um, oh, with the flight no. attendant? Yeah, up in the, the air. Attendant. Ocean's up Eleven. Up in the no. air. No, thank you, Steve, but no, it was up in the air, yeah. <laughs> this similar situation happened in that movie. He tried. He showed up at her house. Tommy, George showed up at her house. Tommy. was married, had a whole family. Nailed it. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. Got it. <laughs> up in the air. Bam. George Clooney. Up Are in the air. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. That was good. This one's from Kenneth in Oklahoma better City. Wasn't better wasn't better than Ocean's Eleven, though. <laughs> it was good, Vegas. though. It was <laughs> The George Clooney movie was basically the same scenario. 
except for the age difference. Kenneth in Oklahoma City, uh, CLO, says, I'm 47, just got divorced, and I'm trying to date, but the last lady I met was not honest about having a man. Her man called me and told me not to call her anymore, so I apologized and said, okay. I called the lady and told her that she should have been honest because I don't need any problems. Well, she had me on speakerphone, and her man heard me. He told me that I'd been warned, and now he's looking for me. To be honest, I'm a little afraid. What should I do yeah. about this crazy situation? You should wow. be. Your punk ass probably going to have to get out of town. <laughs> wow. yeah. First thing you need to do is buy yourself a burner phone, and your little sis ass need to start thinking about moving out of town because you scared of damn body. He told you not to call your stupid ass call. She had you on speaker. Yo, sorry ass, little scary ass, got to get out of town. That's all we gotta you need go, to do. CLO. Bye. Thank you. Coming up next, nephew Tommy's you running that prank back. You need to quit dating, back. man, because you ain't got <laughs> right no courage. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news and the latest on the investigation in yesterday's shooting in Boulder, Colorado. In entertainment news, Carla has some big news from uh, the industry magazine Radio Inc. We'll talk about all of this at the top of the hour, but right now, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? No hair weaves, okay? We're not having that at the job anymore, no hair weaves. Take a listen. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach Risa, please. Risa. This is she. Hi, Risa. My name is Byron. Byron from the job. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Byron? I'm good. Listen, I hate to call you uh, after hours at your home, but there has been some uh, new issues that will be going into effect as of tomorrow morning. And we're calling everyone, letting them know the new changes that have been um, issued that will take effect first thing tomorrow morning. So we're giving everyone a call, so don't be alarmed. It's just uh, giving you a call, letting you know what the uh, what the higher-ups have changed, okay? Okay, that's no problem. i got a few minutes to listen. Okay. As of tomorrow, what's going to happen is when you guys come in, you'll be issued a new key card, and that particular card will actually uh, register when you come in and go out, okay? Okay. All right. Second one is there will no longer be any personal Internet at the job any longer. You won't be able. They're actually putting a block on all computers. All the computers will no longer be able to go to a lot of these sites that you guys go to that you've been, uh, that's been available here in the past. Okay? Okay. All right. The last one is, uh, Risa, do you, um, do you wear a hair weave? What? Do you wear a hair weave or a wig? Yes. Okay, well, here's one thing, and hopefully you can get this changed by tomorrow. There's no weaves or hair or, or wigs going to be allowed uh, at the job site from this point on. So as of tomorrow morning, everyone must be wearing their natural hair. You're joking. Uh, no, these are the uh, issues that are going to be, that are instated, and these are going to take effect as of tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock. What does hair weave have to do with any of these changes? The first two I can understand, punching in. And being on the internet, yes, that's something that that corporate. But hair weave and wigs, I, you're getting I, into changing people's appearance. They're looking down upon it. Uh, wigs and hair weaves, they have to go. So I'm assuming that if you, like you said, you do have one, I suggest do. uh, it come out that very you start easily. taking it down now and prepare your hair to be natural as you come into work tomorrow. I'm not taking my hair down. I've been here seven years, and I've dealt with all the changes that y'all have made, but there's no 
waving. I'm taking my hair weave down. I'm sorry. What's your name, Byron? Uh, yes, my name is Byron. And um, I'm sorry. Let's get back to your weave. This has you're gonna have to do something. Is there someone that you can call tonight to help you get your hair down and so you can look presentable with your natural hair tomorrow? No, my weave costs over two, three hundred dollars, and I'm not about to take that down. I mean, it takes a long time to take that down. Okay. Uh, I mean, is this something maybe you can take it down and just wear it on the weekends? Because as of now, you're not going to be allowed to actually wear it uh, on the property. And how will you know if someone has a weave or not? Are you going to do head checks or something? There's some uh, okay, I'm, ma'am, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do to check it, but by you telling me that you, you have a weave, then I have to write it down that you have confirmed that you do, and we got to make sure that tomorrow morning you're not wearing one. But you don't know what my natural hair looks like from my weave. Uh, you heard how much I pay for it, so it's a good weave. Ma'am, it's not about how good, you know, the quality of your weave or anything. They don't want it. They want natural hair. I don't know what that means, but they're going natural. They're going green. They're going natural. I don't know what it is. They're going natural, and so are you. Tomorrow morning, you need to come in with your hair completely down, okay? I won't do it. I'm not taking my weave down. Okay. Then, so what then, is that? Y'all going to write me up or something? Okay, ma'am, do you not want your job? Yeah, I want my job, but this don't make no sense. You talking about personal appearance? I can understand y'all have a dress code and enforcing a dress code. That's one thing. But, t- but telling somebody to change their hair, you lost your mind, man. You're crazy. Ma'am, I'm not good. I have other people that I have to call. Bottom line is get your hair down and get your butt into work tomorrow, and let's not go back and forth anymore, okay? Well, listen, Byron, you're a lost mind if you're thinking I'm taking my weave out. I'm not taking it out at all. Risa is coming up in there with her hair, and I'm going to sit down at my desk and do my job. Y'all going to have to drag me out that on some weave. You done lost your mind, you and your powers that be or whoever they may be. You tell them that I said that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, listen, are you telling me that you're coming in regardless with your hair on? You right? That's what I just said. Okay, you calling okay. me at home are you, are with you, this then, then we need. To, why don't you go ahead and bring some boxes in? Because you may as well pack bringing, your stuff. I'm not. You bring this. Ma'am, I don't want to have to pack you. Get your stuff and box it up, and you're losing your job because you can't take well, your. You know hair what? Down. You can do that because I'm gonna call the, the news station and tell them you're dragging me out of behind some weeds. Who wrong? You wrong. You wrong. You stupid behind weeds. You know, you need to watch your language, young lady. Why I need to watch my language? I'm at home. You call me on my own home phone on my time. I'm at my house. I'm not on your clock. I say what I want to say on my phone. Okay. Can I say what I want on my phone, and then I'll let you go, and you can come in to work any way you want to tomorrow. What is it, Bob? And what else you got to say? I want to tell I'm you that. I want to tell you that your girlfriend Jennifer at your job got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What the f- you just said? <laughs> I know you. This is, <laughs> hey, Reese, this is this is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jennifer, your coworker, got me to prank oh, phone call. You got my blood pressure up. I'm gonna kill that. <laughs> tomorrow, and I'm going to pull a whole weave out. You you want to come down there and watch me drag her out of the job? I'm mad. She won't for this shit. I'm sure I got high blood pressure. You can't be doing that to me behind my weave. I pay too much money. I, that's the money I could be spending on my kids. Oh, ain't nothing like a black woman and her hair. <laughs> oh, man. Okay.
Okay, baby, I got one more thing to ask you, girl. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Well, after this prank, it has to be the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And there you have it. <laughs> and you play too much. Hey, we can't have it. Can't have no wigs, no front lace, back lace, side lace. You can't have it at the job, okay? Stop. We're changing things here, all right? Stop. I'm just bringing you the message. Push to a button. Okay. Mhm. Matter of fact, Carl and Shirley, we gonna send y'all a little memo and let y'all know what we doing here by tomorrow. It's uh-huh. gonna be a few things y'all can't do. Okay. I'm listening. You're not like my what? boss. Like what though? I'm listening. Like what? Carl and say. Carl and say. Carl and say. But like what though? Like yeah. What? Come on. Carl and say. But like what though? Say it. These are things you've made up in your head. Yeah. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't quite figured it out yet. I, exactly. Let y'all know. Exactly. But let me, but, let me, but, let me talk but Tommy, to what would you have these two stop doing? See. <laughs> can't. All right, you know we got to go. Look at the time. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll Your have some entertainment. Your scared ass going to have to move like that call we <laughs> <Yeah>. had earlier. <laughs> huh? No makeup for a month. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, I got a big announcement. Drum roll, please. Paula, you Ladies pregnant? and gentlemen. Y'all ain't pregnant. What is wrong with you? Hey. <laughs> Baby shower. Drum roll. Oh, no. That ain't no damn drum roll moment. <laughs> oh, yes, it would have been. We got to go in and pick been. Tosh up off the floor. <laughs> we got to get Tosh down to the hospital. Go ahead. Oh, what you got? What I got? All right, quickly. Our girl, Shirley Strawberry, has been named one of Radio Inc.'s most influential women in radio. Let me say what? this. Again. 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 <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Shirley. Thank you, oh, guys. Thank you, Carla, for announcing Congrats, that. Congrats, Shirley. Yeah. You're Thank welcome. Thank you, Radio Congrats. Inc., too. Yeah. Speech, it, just, speech, it never speech. gets old. I appreciate them so much for recognizing it. You know, we've been doing this for a long time. And I just appreciate it because we love what we do every day. We come in here and try to make a difference on the radio. Of course, I couldn't have done it without this great team led by the one and only Steve Harvey. We got Carla Farrell. We got nephew Tommy. We got Junior. <laughs> Thank you guys well, so much. Yeah, yeah. But know, let me say this, though. Uh-huh. Um, this is really well-deserved because I'm going to tell you something flat out. When I first got this show, when it started in Los Angeles, I was on the radio for three days by myself. They knew right then they needed to bring somebody in that booth (laughs) other than me that could bring some type of civility to this show. I wasn't going to commercial breaks on time. I wasn't back selling, front selling. I didn't care nothing about the damn commercials. I didn't like the music we was playing. And they brought Shirley in. And when I first met Shirley, I thought, I said, wow, well, this is an attractive girl, but I don't like her because she too proper. You know, I wanted somebody in there like, you know, Laura like Hayes or Kim Whitney or Cheryl Underwood. <laughs> Somebody crazy. But the people in radio knew what was missing from the show and Shirley became an integral part of it. 
And for 21 years, with the exception of a seven-month span, I've never done radio on the big scale without Shirley Strawberry. The Steve Harvey that you see on radio today, a huge part of that, and I'm very serious, is because of this woman, Shirley Strawberry. I would not have made it this long. This show would not be on the air today had she not came in and stabilized it. And she taught me, and I'm very serious, she taught me a lot about radio that I did not know. And once she taught me, I was able to use my God-given gift. But she stabilized me. And Shirley has been with me through a divorce, children. I was married when we were working together. Man, marriage. (laughs) She's watched my kids getting married, grandkids. Shirley's been there for a whole time. So anybody on this show that owes a debt of gratitude to Shirley Strawberry is Steve Harvey. Thank you, Shirley. Oh, that's so wonderful. Straight cash money. That was beautiful. Best voice in all of radio, bar none. It's quivering a little bit right now after that. But thank you for that. Wasn't for you. It ain't ain't no me, not in radio. (laughs) Thank you. Time now for today's headlines. They was going to take my black ass off the air. (laughs) (laughs) I know they was. I know know white folks was talking about it. I know they was. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please put your hands together for the lovely, the talented Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, and <laughs> I got to follow that, right? <laughs> anyway, this is Ann Tripp with the news, and uh, good morning, everybody. Got to get serious. There's been another mass shooting, this time in Boulder, Colorado, a supermarket there where a gunman opened fire last night, killing 10 people, including an officer of the law, the first one to arrive to help. A motive for the shooting is unknown, but a suspect at least is under arrest, but that's Boulder, Colorado, is shooting 10 people dead in the supermarket. In Washington today, gun control, by the way, is the topic in the Senate Judiciary committee witnesses pushing for stricter background checks and other things in minneapolis prosecutors have seated another juror for the murder trial of that white ex-cop derek chauvin a 14th member of the panel was selected yesterday to hear the case against chauvin who's charged with second degree and third degree murder as well as second degree manslaughter for causing the death of Mr. George Floyd. However, the judge wants one more juror, a whole 15 all in all. He wants 12 regular and three alternates. I guess he wants to make sure the trial continues no matter what. George Floyd was seen on video, held face down on the ground, handcuffed behind his back, shoved his knee on his neck for close to nine minutes. Opening arguments are set for this coming Monday. President Biden is dispatching a team to Mexico and Guatemala to help find a solution to the current crisis at the southern border. Authorities say a number of Central American migrants fleeing, fleeing their countries and seeking entry into this one is soaring, with the most immediate concern finding adequate space to hold the thousands of unaccompanied youngsters. Vice President Harris says that for one thing, minors need to be relocated from the custody of immigration and enforcement to health and human services. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to reconsider the death penalty given to Zokar Sarnayev, the Boston Marathon bomber. Last year, an appeals court threw out Sarnayev's death sentence. Sarnayev was convicted of carrying out the bombing with his older brother, Tamerlan. Tamerlan, though, was killed during the police pursuit. Four people were killed and all hundreds were injured, including some who lost limbs or who were otherwise disfigured, those people who were taking part in the marathon that day. Sarnayev's lawyers contend that he doesn't deserve the death penalty uh, because he was only doing what his big brother told him to do. 
and that he was afraid of him. Defense attorneys say they were not allowed to tell the jury that Tamerlan was previously involved in a triple murder. Finally, sad news. The Los Angeles Lakers Association announcing the passing of the legendary Elgin Baylor, Lakers 11-time NBA All-Star and Hall of Famer. Elgin Baylor scored an unheard of 61 points during Game 5 of the NBA Finals against the Celtics in 1962. By the way, he was 86 years old. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday, here we go again. A man in Boulder, Colorado, walked into a grocery store and just started shooting. Some people were there to get their COVID vaccinations. And this is just such a sad story because you can tell this country is opening back up. And just here we go again, starting off with mass shootings. Multiple people were killed, including a police officer. I don't know what to do. I mean, every time this happens, we talk about changing the gun laws. Nothing ever gets done. We definitely need stricter federal gun laws. We need them now. We need to expand background checks on gun sales. Now, remember last week, the gunman uh, in the spa shootings, killings, that mass shooting in Atlanta, he purchased his gun on the very same day. I mean, when we is will it never. Yeah. We will never change this in this country, because the NRA makes too much money selling weapons. They will not stop selling the weapons because they are not going to reduce their profit line to create uh, safety in this country. Peace. Until something happens to their children and their family members, wow. they see no reason to stop the profits and you owe all of this to that amendment in the constitution that says we have the right to bear arms Mm -hmm. and these people in the republican party are committed to that and they have to be committed to it because the number one supporter financially to the entire republican party is the nra yes period and And that's the America we live in. Yeah. So stop saying this ain't our country, because it is. And the other thing, the the way the suspect was arrested. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. where he was nicely. gracefully walked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nicely. Yeah. With, yeah. 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 He killed Just, a cop. He killed uh-huh. a police officer. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the one in Boulder, people. Colorado. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So the policing, the way they police us and the way they police yeah. them. I mean, it's just that's that's the issue, too. Mm -hmm. It's that Mm -hmm. it's the gun control and this country. Like you said, Steve, this country, this is America, man. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. But this is just so sad. I mean, now you can't even go to the grocery store. Get your shots. You know, I mean, grocery shop. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. For what did he kill these people? I mean, why? (laughs) You know. Because he's just, sick. Yeah, yeah, in the head. You have to yeah. be to hey, y'all, something we're, like this. Hey, y'all, we're in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. And we have to come to terms with that. And America, this is what America is a lot of times. We can stop saying it's not because it is. Yeah. And they're not going to change it because of profit. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, wow. Our prayers. Uh Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour. Steve, you were on Ellen yesterday. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so Steve, you were a very special guest on Ellen DeGeneres yesterday. You did a version of Ask the CLO. <laughs> Take a listen. I love this. Take a listen. We have some good questions for you. Liz uh, Chacon, I think. Is that correct, Liz? How many times should you have sex in a week with your partner? As many times as you can. We don't know when your time is up. Get it all in. Bang, bang. <laughs> You were so funny, Steve. Steve, you were. cracking up, yeah. You were really good. I loved what you had on. You looked good. Oh, they yellowed it. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was nice. Was he clean? He was blue Oh, what? Yes. Why do they call you blue cheese, in case people don't know? Because I be dressing. <laughs> you also talked about Africa, Steve, and how Family Feud, they didn't want you to do it at first, and how it's like the number one show in Africa right now. Yeah, and uh, going back to Africa in uh, about three weeks mm-hmm. okay. to uh, tape the second season in South Africa. Wow. Uh, God is good. It's a blessing. All the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, was arranged to own the uh, international rights to it. Family uh-huh. Feud, and so I produce it myself. My production company produces it, and against uh, everybody, and it is the yeah. number one show in South Africa. Yeah, that's amazing, Steve. I like what you said too. You talked about being in Africa to Ellen. I think mm-hmm. we have that sound. The too, minority sure. and uh, mm-hmm. majority. All right, take a listen. Being Africa for me as a 64-year-old, 63-year-old black man, it was the first time in my life where I woke up every morning and I was no longer a minority. And that was the most incredible feeling I've ever had. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Everybody should have that feeling, Mm. huh, Steve? Uh For African-Americans, you have to find a way to go to Africa. You, You will feel a way you've never felt before. Yeah. And like I said long time ago, it's like going back home to a place you've never been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. going home, but to a place you've never you've never been home before, and it's it's such an exhilarating feeling. And I look forward to it to not being a minority, and it's mm-hmm. that's not in a racist way, but man, to wake up and not have to factor in deal with your color. that I'm black today yeah. uh-huh. and yes. I got to watch because when the police stop you over there they just stop you mm. you get your ticket they don't shoot nobody over there wow black people don't get shot over there when they get stopped they you can go places you can do things and Africa South Africa Durban Johannesburg Botswana mm-hmm. Ghana mm-hmm. Nigeria mm-hmm. you know all the places I've been these are booming metropolis cities, man. It's not the picture that they painted. The restaurants are exquisite. The hotels are really, really baller. It's not what you think. And at the same time, you can go on a safari and it be everything you never thought of. You see animals in their natural habitat. The vastness of Africa is so immense, man. Mm-hmm. You, you can't imagine that as far as you can see, it's just animals. What? Wow. Man, it's, it's, it's a powerful place to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are so excited to see you. Mm-hmm. And they embrace you. Mm-hmm. And if you say, man, it's good to be home, they hug you. Thank you for coming home. We love you. It's just a beautiful feeling. I wish every African-American should go home. 
Let me ask you this. Are you as famous over there or more famous than you are here? Oh, or? It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. They have everything. They follow me. They quote motivational speeches. They quote nice. jokes. They know everything. My shows run over there. Mm-hmm. They quote me. When I came out of the slave castles and I was crying, mm-hmm. they were chanting for me. Oh, wow. They found out I was there. Mm-hmm. Hordes of people came around. Mm-hmm. We love you, Steve. We love you. Aww. Wow. I got nice. in the car, started crying. You know, crying I again. <laughs> I know, yeah, again. Crying twice in a day. man. All right, we're going to move on, switch gears here, because the nephew is coming up with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today, and the subject is his ex-wife wants to sleep over... Uh-oh, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> we'll get into it in just a little bit because right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Musty son. Oh. Musty son. That's right. Kids, That's right. Tommy. Your son is musty, okay? Oh, and we're going to have to discuss it. Cat dog, let's go. Musty son. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach Vanessa, please. This is she. Hi, Vanessa. My name is Robert. I'm the uh, uh, one of the owners. You know my wife, Michelle. We own the uh, daycare. Yes, 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 yes. How can I help you? Okay. We've been, uh, I think we've had your son, Malik, probably close to a year now. Am I right? <laughs> yes, you have. Is everything okay? No, everything is fine. Everything is fine. I don't think we uh, we have a problem that we can't clear up. Um, I, I have a question for you. Have, have you been noticing anything different about Malik? Um uh, like concerning hygiene at all? Hygiene? No. Not that I can recall. What are you talking about? Okay. How old is Malik? He's two. Okay. Well, we seem to have come across a little glitch here that we're going to try to take care of here at the uh, at the daycare. I, actually, my wife didn't. I told her I would make the phone call and leave her out of it. I know you see her every day once yeah, you drop. Yeah, but what, what, what glitch are you talking about? What, what What is this glitch? I'm sorry? Glitch. What is this glitch that you want to talk about? I'm confused. Okay. Well, actually, what we're having is it seems like every day here lately for the last two months, uh, Malik has been, you know, very musty. You know, he hasn't been really sweaty, but just real musty. Okay. You clearly have the wrong child because I give my son a bath every night and most mornings before he leaves the school, I give him another bath again. So yeah, I'm pretty positive you have the wrong child. No, ma'am. Your son is Malik, right? And he's, he's two years old. You guys have been here with us Right close to a year now, correct? Yes, and? Okay, and he's a cute little kid with the curly hair. I know exactly which one he is. So what I'm, what I'm saying to you is that we are having problems. He's just, he's just reeking, you know? He's real musty. Okay, you know what? My son does not reek. I don't know what child you're talking about, but you're not talking about my child. I just told you I make sure that he gets a bath every night. So that's not my child. My child is very clean. Okay, well, well, hang on, Vanessa. What I'm trying to get you to understand is I'm trying to... This is why my wife didn't want to call, okay? And I'm glad I'm actually the one that made the call. What we need to do... This is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to try a little experiment for the next month or so. Experiment? I'm, gonna, I'm sorry? Well, what, what do you mean experiment? What kind of experiment? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some male deodorant on him what? for the next... For the, well, just for the next month, and we'll see how it plays no, out. No, 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 no. You're not, you're not going to put anything on my child. That's not going to happen. 
Okay, well, ma'am, I'm trying to I'm trying to fix the problem here. I just wanted to call. He doesn't have a you. problem. I already told you that my son is clean. You're not going to put any children on him, and if you do, it's going to be a problem. Do you understand me? Okay, ma'am, I'm not trying to have an argument with you. What I want you to know is well, I'm not I'm trying, trying to have an argument either. To but you're trying to, you're talking about putting deodorant on my child. You you can't do that. I'm not going to have that happen. Then please don't make me have to come back to that school for you and your wife. Okay, ma'am, listen, we're going to have to do something about your child. Your child is musty, okay? And you're sitting here getting an attitude with me, and I'm trying to let you know your child because is musty. you're talking nonsense. Maybe you're the one that's musty. Maybe you and your wife are musty. My child is not musty. I keep telling you that I bathe him every night. Which part of that do, don't you understand? I understand everything that you're saying. Maybe it's the soap. Maybe something is not taking effect. I'm not sure, okay? But Maybe he doesn't do smell right because I don't know what child you're smelling, but you're not smelling my child. You are not using male deodorant on my child. Do I need to come down there for you with the cops and sue your entire establishment? You don't want that to happen. Stay away from my child. Are you crazy? You know, matter of fact, where's my son? Ma'am, your son is fine. Your son is in there with the rest of the kids. They're playing. I, you know, today is the first day I sprayed a little bit of male deodorant on you his said arm. You See how that worked okay, out. Okay, so you play Look, Cheryl, Cheryl can, can, can you cover for me for a couple of minutes? I'll be, I'm bringing my there right now. I'll be there within the hour because you must be crazy. What do you mean you sprayed my son? Ma'am, I just sprayed a little bit of deodorant on him just to see if we can. If I we didn't can give you permission to do that, and I keep telling you that there's nothing wrong with my child, and you took it upon yourself to go and spray my child, and you weren't supposed to do that. Are you crazy? I'm bringing my right now. Okay, well, what are you coming here for? The boy, is, he, he, your son Malik is fine. Why are you coming here? No, he's clearly not fine. If you go around spraying why don't you spray Because clearly it's your smelling and reeking and funky as hell. I ain't give you no to spray my child. Yeah, I'm going to come down there and I promise you, I promise you, I'm going to shoot all y'all because you Crazy. Okay, let me say this, ma'am. Your son is musty. He's been reeking for the My last. My son is not musty. How many times I gotta tell you that he's not musty? Okay. You know what? I ain't even trying to hear you, because you 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 clearly crazy. How you go around spraying people's kids? And I with my child. Did you smell the other kids? You know what? I'm about to get in my car and come down there for your ass, because you must be crazy. Hello? 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 Why did you hang up on me? I'm trying to fix the problem, ma'am. Wait, wait, wait. What the you want? I told you that I'm coming down there. I'll be there in 10 minutes. But I needed to let you know one more thing that's going on here. What could you possibly need to let me know? Because I'm on my way to right now. Where are you now? Are you in your car? Where are you? I am heading to my car, about to get in my car to come down there for because you must be crazy spraying my child. Before you get to your car, I need I need to tell you one more thing about your son, okay? Please, what you possibly have to tell me. I want to tell you that what? this is, listen to me, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend Cheryl got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Mother <laughs> f***. <laughs> I'm standing here in the parking lot about to come down there for and that knew exactly what I was about. I'm going to get her. I'll forget it, because I'm thinking, I know my child is musty. I know my child is clean, and he doesn't smell. Oh, I'm going to get her. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked to her. She said, she's right here in her cubicle. you got to call her right now. I said, okay, just chill out. I'm going to call her. Uh, we oh, I'm going to get her. You don't know. <laughs> hey, is, is Malik nice and clean? Malik is always nice and clean and smelling right. So I don't know what the hell you were talking about. I was like, not my child. He got the wrong child. You are about to get it. You don't even know.
<laughs> oh, man. All right, Vanessa, you got to tell me one more thing, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> the one and only Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Okay, man. Two years This is what old, I do. This is what I do. This is what I do. Put some male deodorant on him. She was I sprayed the boy. There, he, and the, he and there playing with the other kids. Everything fine now. The boy good. Right? The boy been reeking for the last two months. Your baby funky. Okay, I'm just telling you. Ooh, she was on her way down there. She's serious about Malik. Yes. Okay. You going to do it, you got to do it to something that they means a lot to them. They yeah. kids. Yeah. You, you uh, said let me, that let me like, ne- like you, you feel good about yourself. You know? Oh, like, did you hear the relief? Did you hear the relief? I heard like you exhale. Mission accomplished. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I heard you exhale. I did. All right. Let me slow it down a little bit and let you know that it's going to be sexy April the 2nd. Yes, Ready to Love will be back on the OWN Network. Hosted by yours truly, Thomas Miles, nephew Tommy, uh, you, ready to you, love Houston. You uh, do realize you don't sound sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he don't even get it. Huh? First that bubble, Steve. You know, April you, sound, you, you, you know what it sound like? It sound like he ain't showing his bottom row of teeth like he got it back, like he got his bottom mouth pulled back. Just trying to let you know. He's not. Yeah. Get, Season four. About to get real sexy out in hell. Trying to talk like you from Britain or something. Yeah, like the Earl of Ottingham. Oh, like, like he on Bridgerton uh-huh. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, April 16th to the <laughs> 18th, you can catch me yeah. at the Star Dome. Thank you. <laughs> in Birmingham, Alabama. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know. I hate it when the when the ugly people just hating on me. Look at them. I look. Thank you, nephew. <laughs> I don't know if you got that, and we'll do it at the top with the strawberry letter. That's up next. Subject: His ex-wife wants to sleep over. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter on the air live, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Did you hear that? Buckle up. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. Oh, please don't even try it. Subject... His ex-wife wants to sleep over. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for two years. When I met my husband four years ago, he had just gotten divorced and he was in a bitter custody battle with his ex-wife. His daughter is very sweet and she loves her dad, but the ex-wife is dead set on her not having a relationship with her dad. When we met, he had to limit communication with his ex because she told everybody he kept calling her to work things out and he wanted his family back. I never gave it any of my attention, but it really bothered him. Now he only communicates with her by texting so she can't lie on him. They have joint custody and he pays her child support. She didn't like the amount of child support the judge ordered him to pay, so he pays a little more every month. Nothing he's done makes her happy thus far. Meanwhile, we haven't had his daughter sleep over at our house in two years. I thought maybe if I befriended his ex, uh, that would help things out. But she told me not to ever call her phone again. 
A few months after that, she texted me to say her behavior was uncalled for and we could be cordial. But uh, that didn't last long. She continued to deny visitation to my husband. Uh, We want to take his daughter, who's 12 years old now, to South Carolina with us for spring break. His ex-wife said uh, his daughter can't go on a trip with us unless she goes too. Same thing with weekend visits at our house. If the daughter sleeps over, the ex-wife has to come too. I don't want this woman sleeping in my house. My husband said it may be the only way for him to enjoy time with his child. He is ready to seek full custody. What would you do in this situation? Whoa. I don't know, but I think, you know, that's a good place to start, to go ahead and, and, and uh, seek full custody, go back to the court. I think your husband is in a horrible position because, you know, despite all the, the craziness from his ex-wife, he wants to see his baby bottom line. He doesn't have many options because of this ugly acting woman. Uh, she's evil, she's out of line, and she's obviously a miserable, very bitter person. And she's abusing her power and using her daughter, putting her daughter right in the middle using her as a pawn. And and that's just wrong to do children like that. But on the other hand, you, I think, are are an angel. I mean, you've been over backwards to be accommodating to this woman. And, And that says you have love for your husband and for his daughter, your stepdaughter. Your husband is the very opposite of a deadbeat dad. Um, doesn't fit that stereotype at all. He pays more child support than the court ordered. Uh, you can't get a lot of dads to pay even the child's, even anything, let alone more. Uh, so that's good. A uh, father who wants to be a, a major part of her life. Um, the, the thing is, your daughter really is old enough to choose for herself what parent she wants to be with. She just can't because she's a minor, and I feel sorry in, in that regard. Because divorce is so hard on children. Um, I don't even understand why this woman wants to stay in the house. Hmm, could it be that she still wants your husband? I would say the answer to that is yes. Uh, does she want to make your lives a living hell because she's so miserable and unhappy? I think that would be a yes, too. But, you know, you got to think about what's best for the child. And right now, until he goes to court... Um, you know, I don't know. Could you guys get two hotel rooms? Can you afford that? And, uh, you know, let the wife stay in one and with the child and you and the husband stay in the other one. At least she won't be in your house. Um, I don't know. Maybe this will work out until he can get to the court and fix it. At least he can see his baby. Steve? I don't really know what to say. This is letter kind of stupid to me. I wouldn't even wrote in about this here. Well, you met your husband four years ago. The subject is ex-wife wants to sleep over. Sleep over where? (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. So this lady is writing this letter, and she's talking about her husband's ex Mm -hmm. wants to sleep over at their house? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He got divorced, bitter custody battle, daughter sweet, loves her dad. Ex-wife don't want them to have no relationship. Uh, they met, had limited communication with his ex because she told everybody he kept calling at work trying to work stuff out because he wanted his family back. She ain't paid no attention, so now he only communicated by Texas so she can't lie on him. He paid child support. She don't like the amount. He paid more. Don't nothing make her happy. Now, they ain't had his daughter sleep at their house in two years. And the reason I'm reading this letter again is because I want you to see how some people use children Mm -hmm. as pawns Mm -hmm. to get back 
at the uh, other party mm-hmm. for whatever reason. We don't know why they divorced. But obviously, whether it was her fault, but it take two people to get a divorce. Yeah. Somebody, two people, look, somebody may initiate a wrong, but when you get a divorce, two people did something that wasn't cool, where you handle it or something. So it take two people to get a divorce. So you thought that you should befriend this crazy helpful. <laughs> she tried, Here's a Steve. woman <laughs> she tried. that don't care what her baby think, mm-hmm. but you think you're going to get her to start making sense to you? She don't care nothing about you because she don't care nothing about her child. When you use a child as a pawn in the relationship, the damage that you think you're doing to the other party, whatever you're doing to the other party, multiply that by 10 because that's what's happening with the child. All right, Steve, hold that thought, okay? We're going to have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, his ex-wife wants to sleep over. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. His ex-wife wants to sleep over. What? Now, who do that? First of all, (laughs) let's be real about this. Anybody finna let you, the ex-wife, stay at this is this woman's house. Ain't no woman letting your letting her husband's ex-wife sleep over because she demands it. Yeah. It would be different if some extenuating circumstances, they house burned down and they needed a place to stay for Mm -hmm. a couple days. Got that. Right. But she That's won't it. let the baby come over to y'all's house in for two years. And spend the night. Yeah. And spend the night. The, the daughter loves the daddy. You try to befriend you try to befriend this crazy woman that don't care nothing about her daughter. So now she said they want to take the daughter, who's twelve years old, to South Carolina with them for spring mm-hmm. break. Yeah. His wife said his daughter can't go on the trip with us unless she go too. Nobody finna pay for you to come nowhere on spring break. Right. His ex-wife said his daughter can't go on the trip with us unless she goes too. Same thing the weekend visit our house. If the daughter sleeps over, the ex-wife has to come too. I don't want this woman sleeping in my house. My husband said it may be the only way for him to enjoy time with his child. He's ready to seek full custody. What do you think of this situation? First of all, sir, you're going to have to find... I know you want to see your daughter, mm-hmm. but that ex-wife demanded to sleep over the house. There's no reason that that should be the case. You've got to get a lawyer and get unsupervised visits. And you've got to get weekend rights to your daughter. Now, I don't know if they're going to give you full custody because for a court to take a child away from a mother, you have to be an unfit mom. Crazy don't count as unfit. <laughs> well, because should. if she's not abusing the daughter, she's just abusing the man, mm-hmm. which in turn abusing the daughter. Ain't no court yeah. fit to do that. But let me tell you why you really can't have this half at your house. Come on, break it. <laughs> Let's down just go over a couple of way. things. <laughs> Let's just start with number one. Sleep okay. over your house. Mm-hmm. Wake up this crazy heifer standing over you with a butcher knife. Wow. That's for starters. Yep. Yep. Now you walking all in the kitchen, her crazy ass in there making sandwiches. This ain't your house. 
Right. Can't be in here doing this in here. She down, she done bought a load of clothes over. She downstairs washing a load of clothes <laughs> in your damn laundry mat. Don't no. let this heifer in your house. <laughs> knocking on the bathroom door. You in there in the bathroom, she knocking on the door. What's taking you so long? Hurry up. <laughs> I need to get in there. <laughs> in your house. You in there, she rearranging furniture. I don't like the sofa over here. I want it over here. Oh, uh-uh. 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 Sitting up in here. Snatch the remote out your hand. Make everybody watch 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> don't let this crazy help in your house. No, no. <sighs> You go downstairs, she walking around with her bra and panties on, talking about what you want. What you want. Mm. <laughs> mm, not <laughs> that. Uh, walking around crazy. the house humming. Mm. What's she humming, Steve? I <laughs> got a feeling. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Fred? got a feeling. I got a feeling somebody's trying to sneak in my friend. <laughs> and there ain't gonna be no mm, like, like that. that. Oh, I got a, don't let this crazy help in your house. No, ma'am. Being here lighting candles and stuff. Having a little seance in the living room. Yeah. They All kind of stuff. <laughs> Go in that kitchen. She in there got two chicken feet in there with a bird beak. Oh, Lord. Bird beak. She's just yeah. too crazy. Yeah. I, I feel badly for this baby. He's just stupid. Man, you, but he has to go to court, though. Yeah, he does. And work out something for and sure. get visitation and weekends. Mm-hmm. Got to have weekends with your child. They already have joint custody, though. I mean, but see, if she, you, you can enforce the joint custody. Mm-hmm. She can't make the rules of the joint custody because the father hasn't been ruled unfit. Right, and he pays. So he more has than to have weekends. He's yeah. paying child custody. Child I mean, support, uh, yeah, child, child support. support. More than he that. should have rights mm-hmm. and a weekend with his daughter. He should. Every so other is weekend, it he without should. Without the mama. I have Without a question. So is it uh-huh. is it perhaps maybe spring break is her week and she doesn't want to give that week up and that's why she's demanding to go? No. She didn't say this that. This is no. not only the spring break. It's the girl weekend. ain't been to their house in two, two years. years. Yeah. So yeah. this is way beyond the spring break. Mm-hmm. She won't even let the daughter come to the house to see the man. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because she right. being funky because yeah. she bitter. Yes, yeah. Sir. And yeah. I, I can't stand when they use the children as pawns and that's put right, them in the middle. I, you're hurting I hate the that. child. Yeah, yeah you're, you're hurting awful. this child. She wants to see her dad, and the dad wants to spend time with her. All right, Without Steve, thank you. you. <laughs> All right, post right. your comments on today's Strawberry <laughs> Letter. I didn't want Steve you when Harvey. we was married. No good hell, no. well, I don't want you over here <laughs> Steve Harvey <laughs> FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, please. And coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we'll have Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, listen up. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, Brooklyn Nets NBA star Kyrie Irving had the perfect response to this sports reporter's question. He asked Kyrie if he wants to change the perception of himself. Take a listen. 
That's another root of human human struggle, worrying about other people's perceptions about who you are. <laughs> like, why would you ever care about that, you know? And I think that I fell victim to that in my, in my past of worrying about things that I can't control. You know, if the people understood what words could do to a human being, especially where we are in today's society, then they wouldn't, they wouldn't be invested in that. So I don't, I'm not here to dispel anything. You can continue to ask other people around me about what they think about me and continue to write about mood swings. Like, you know, human beings have mood swings. <laughs> like you go home and you're, you're not happy with things or you're mad at something or you're happy. That's a mood swing. <laughs> it's okay to be human. Like, I don't have to be perfect for anyone here, nor do I have to be perfect for the public. So I'm not here to dispel any perception. I'm just here to be myself. Go ahead. Oh, I love that. I Go love ahead, that boy. so much. Yes. No, I, I yeah. get paid to play basketball. That's what I do. Yeah. Mm. See, that's way better than my response because I like a nice, short, kiss my ass. And then I'm done with it. That's your sound bite. Amazing how he took the time to write that whole paragraph out like yeah. that. Yeah, I like it. Congratulations, yeah. brother. Very good. And let me try that. Uh, let's try it right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Ms. Harv, uh, your perception of people, do you, do you think you need to change that? Well, you know, based on the, of uh, we have the percep people's perception of you. Yeah. Well, based on the dissertation it? that was just performed by uh, Mr. Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn uh -huh. Nets, I chose to go about it a much simpler way. I would just like to say to the following group of people, the media, oh, okay. social uh -huh. media, mm -hmm. uh, the press, mm -hmm. uh, haters, mm -hmm. and all my exes, mm -hmm. there's a center point Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Press conference is over. Sweaty wheels of my body. That whole area there is open yeah. to anybody oh, of mine God. that's got a problem with how I'm is. Which you really? I just wanted to say I'm that. What though? That, that's how I'm oh, is. Are you correcting him? Oh, really? That's just how I just want everybody to feel about me and Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> you not doing the Kyrie thing. You do your own thing. No, I, I, I got you. I'm going to be very descriptive about what I want you to do. Puck uh, up. How did, up. How, how, oh, never mind. Take a deep breath. Don't ask You're going need to hold it. Press conference is over. It's been junior, over, sorry. Junior. I love okay. it. Thank you. Uh, you for nothing. We'll have more of the no, Steve no, Harvey Morning Show coming up right My after this. My response was crazy. Everything. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it is spring break time. People who thought they were going to enjoy all day, all night parties in Miami Beach for spring break, they're getting shut down in a big, big way, okay? In a situation that Mayor Dan Gelber says has gotten chaotic, he's extending curfews to curb rowdy spring break crowds. From now until April 12th, an overnight curfew will be in effect, which means everyone needs to be off the streets by 8 p.m. Ooh, Officials say it's gotten what? so bad. Yeah, 8 p.m. Yeah, that's very early. It's Officials still light. Say, yeah, and it's still mm -hmm. light, right? It's gotten so bad that Miami Beach had to declare a state of emergency Saturday night because of the large crowds descending on the city. Not only that, police had to use pepper spray balls against groups of uh, partiers to get, their, get them to disperse. Um, meanwhile, Florida is one of the leading states now with a surge of variant cases in the U.S. COVID cases. Uh, they're on the rise in, in over 25 states, while health officials warn against reopening too quickly. So 
now you have They're this. using pepper spray on these kids pepper spray balls, who yeah. are unruly doing spring break. I I used to like partying in college, but I don't know oh, if yeah. you've ever been around tear gas. It's hard to dance when tear gas is in that room. It's really, really hard to no, I dance, keep your rhythm. You know, you That's can't horrible. catch it. Yeah, it don't make horrible. no sense. But you know what? I was looking at this footage, man. Ain't nobody got a mask on down there. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. Nobody, man. Mm-hmm. The inconsideration that some of these young people have, like they had this one white kid on TV, just have him be white, I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, we, hey, we don't have to buy into this whole COVID thing. Yeah. They're still saying it's a hoax. Boy, what? Yes. Yeah. They still, some mm-hmm. of them still believe This country, thing. man. Yeah. We should still be under mandatory mask yeah. until they Mandates. get the masses vaccinated if that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, this makes no sense at all. But we're so free, we're too free. The countries that have this thing under control, mandatory mask. How is that a problem to put a mask on? Because I mean, Donald Trump told the Republicans not to. That's and really where all it. this and stems from. And these little ignorant states with these Republican governors lifting the mask and lifting the bands. Yeah. I understand opening restaurants and stuff because you got to get the economy back. I got that. Yes. But let them do the social distancing. Let them do the mm-hmm. spaced out seating. Have some outdoor seating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I got that. Let the economy open. Let these businesses have a chance to survive. But you got to wear a mask and you got to social distance. No the people one at the restaurant, the people that work at the restaurant are wearing masks. Yeah. Right. They refuse to, to, to they refuse yeah. to side with the governor. They putting yeah. their mask on. That's right. That's right. But it's and no one smart wants way to, to be. wear a mask. It, it's no fun, but you know, to keep yourself healthy and others healthy, why wouldn't you want to do that? It's going to be another year and a half of these masks. <sighs> I believe that. I really yeah. believe that. I'm with you. Because we can't stop. Yeah. We won't every do time the right goes, thing consistently mm-hmm. long yeah. enough. To, right. To, every time to, it goes true. down, the numbers go down, yeah. then, you know, there's spring break and people while out or, right. you know, and they spread these super spreaders, you know, especially summer. And, and if you own the place of business, wouldn't you want your people wearing masks? Hell, if they catch it, they can't come to work. You, you right. need them. Yeah, and you have I mean, a right just as a business sense. owner to it refuse to sense. service people. You say no shirt, no service, no shoes, no service. No they shoes, have a yeah, right no to shoes, say no, shirt, no, no mask, service. no service. Mm-hmm. They have a but right. But you got to customers coming in clowning behind that night. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. The mask is a hoax. I'll never eat at this restaurant again. Okay, well, go on. Then. Bye. Well, Bye. You ain't gonna be eating long nowhere. Your ass ain't got no mask. You get that mask. You gonna be on the ventilator. Don't yeah. worry about it. Real hard to chew wow. on that ventilator. Yes, yes. it is. Yeah. Yes. This is so ridiculous. I mean, you know, let's try to work together to to rid ourselves of this pandemic. Let's try. Why can't you know? It, oh it, Lord. They just won't do right now. We got they violence won't. and yeah, mass shootings. Mass are back. shootings. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, uh, listen, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's exhausting. It's still exhausting. Coming up in 20 minutes right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Another breakup to report. Comedian Gary Owen, we all know him. Well, his wife, Kenya Duke, has filed for divorce. She's ending their 18-year marriage. 
Yeah, they have three adult kids. Yeah, you guys are comedians, so yeah. you know Gary. Yeah, Gary's funny as all get out, man. Uh, yeah. uh, a lot of his comedy was about his wife. You know, the fact that he was married to a black wife and well, he needed, going he needed to the a new black church and all of that. Yeah, um, you know, but everybody was asking why. No one knew why they divorced. And I got to tell you, there are rumors swirling around that Gary cheated and she's not having it. All right. Why um, can you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she tweeted that, you know, when she met Gary, he didn't have anything, uh, you know, a broke down car and, you know, good credit, no place to live, <laughs> all of that. She threw that you in know. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she did. She um, she knows who it is. She says, you, know, you all know who Claudia Jordan is, a beautiful Claudia right. Jordan. It's Claudia Jordan's friend. So one of her hashtags was not Claudia Jordan. Hashtag not Claudia Jordan. Hashtag Claudia's friend. Another hashtag. Hashtag was hashtag no white women involved because <laughs> oh, there was a, there were other rumors saying that he left her for a white woman or something. Was she clapping when she did all this shit? Was she clapping at the same? She, she was, was tweeting. tweeting. So, you know, no. She was <laughs> tweeting. Yeah. No white women involved. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's sad news and. Um, I don't know. 18 years of marriage, yeah. Kenya about that life, though, it sounds Yes, she is. All right, uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday, here we go again. A man in Boulder, Colorado, walked into a grocery store and just started shooting. Some people were there to get their COVID vaccinations. And this is just such a sad story because you can tell this country is opening back up. And just here we go again, starting off with mass shootings. Multiple people were killed, including a police officer. Um, I, I don't know what to do. I mean, every time this happens, we talk about changing the gun laws. Nothing ever gets done. We definitely need stricter federal gun laws. We need them now. We need to expand background checks on gun sales. Now, remember last week, the gunman uh, in the spa shootings, killings, that mass shooting in Atlanta, he purchased his gun on the very same day. I mean, when we is will it gonna never, stop? Yeah. We will never change this in this country because the NRA makes mm-hmm. too much money selling weapons. Mm-hmm. They will not stop selling the weapons because they are not going to reduce their profit line to create uh, safety in this country. Peace. Until something happens to their children and their family members, wow. they see no reason to stop the profits, and you owe all of this to that amendment in the Constitution that says we have the right to bear arms. Mm -hmm. And these people in the Republican Party are committed to that, and they have to be committed to it because the number one supporter financially to the entire Republican Party is the NRA. Yes, Steve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And And that's the America we live in. Yeah. So stop saying this ain't our country, because it is. And the other thing, the the way the suspect was arrested. You know, oh, yeah. where he was nicely. gracefully walked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nicely. Yeah. With, yeah. 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 He killed Just, a cop. He killed uh-huh. a police officer. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the one in Boulder, people. Colorado. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So the policing, the way they police us and the way they police yeah. them. I mean, it's just that, that's a, that's the issue too. Mm-hmm. It's that mm-hmm. it's the gun control and this country, like you said, Steve. This country, 
this is America, man. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But this is just so sad. I mean, now you can't even go to the grocery store. Get your shots. You know, I mean. Grocery shop. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. For what? Did he kill these people? I mean, why? <laughs> you know. It, oh, it's he's just, sick. Yeah, yeah. In the head. You have to yeah. be to hey, y'all, something we're, like this. We're, we're in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. And we have to come to terms with that. And America, this is what America is a lot of times. We can stop saying it's not because it is. Yeah. And they're not going to change it because of profit. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, wow. Our prayers. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And, of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Tuesday. Um, Wow. Praying for the people in uh, Boulder, Colorado, of course. And uh, also, Junior, a sports story you didn't get to. Yeah, I got to tell you this, man. Elgin Baylor passed, man. So we just want to send our condolences out to his family, Elgin Baylor. Hall of Famer. Uh, Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. Passed away from natural causes. Great ballers, boy. Yeah, man. I I had Elgin Baylor on my sneakers when I was a little boy. Really? Oh, what? Before Bay, Air Jordans and all of that. Wow. Hell yeah, yeah. Mike, wow. Mike was late for me. Oh man, that was Elgin Baylor. I had Elgin Baylor on my shoes. Mm-hmm. I had Lou Alcinda. Then he changed his name to Kareem. Mm-hmm. And then I had Connie Hawkins. Connie Hawkins. I had Connie Hawkins, Elgin Baylor, Lou Alcinda, and Kareem. Same. Wow. I only had three people on my sneakers, man. I don't know who wow. Connie Hawkins. Connie Hawkins oh, from the Phoenix Suns, boy, with the fango roll. <laughs> Woo, that was, I wanted that shot more than anything. If I could fango roll like Connie Hawkins. Yeah. It's fango, Sterling. F-A-N-G-E-R. Fango. Because he said it twice. I'm convinced now. Man. Yeah, so our condolences go out to the family of Elgin Baylor. Yeah. Well. Lakers organization, yeah. Yeah. fans, mm-hmm. NBA fans. Yeah. Yeah. Le- legend, legacy. Yeah. I'm legacy. telling you, man. Oof. Yeah. I've seen. You've seen a lot of players, huh? All the great eras. I've seen all the great players mm-hmm. that they talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, that George Lake and I would, that was before me, the little peach baskets and all that. I wasn't here for that. But mm-hmm. anybody that they talked about that they consider great, Wilt Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, mm-hmm. yes, sir. Oscar Robinson, yeah, uh-huh. yes, yeah, uh-huh. Oscar Robinson, Bobby Dandridge, and Junior Bridgman, the Milwaukee mm-hmm. Bucks, mm-hmm. and then Lou Alcindor Kane, mm-hmm. boy, you won the championship there too, boy, basketball, huh, boy, yeah. I'm trying to mm-hmm. tell you, and you know, man, I've been listening to this debate. Everybody's trying to debate who's the greatest between Michael Jordan and LeBron James. And you know what I've come to terms? Because there's so much greatness in both of these. I just started saying it's just the two greatest basketball players of their era. Because this dude, Jordan, changed basketball forever. There's no Jordan. There is no LeBron. There is no Kobe. Mm -hmm. You know? And so I just think that that dude changed the way the game was. But LeBron, when you take a dude that every city he go to win a title. 
Yeah. yeah. You got to you got to say, yeah. wait a minute, my whole what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. three different cities, man. His social consciousness yeah. is crazy. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This dude yeah. is crazy yeah. in the community, in the he's culture. Yes. This dude about it, man. Mm-hmm. And then to be playing basketball as long as he has. Mm-hmm. See, he's older than Jordan. Right. At the level. And he playing. played the game, been playing the game longer than Jordan. And at this level here, yeah. oh, LeBron ain't no joke. Now, with all that said, that damn Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Still I, Michael Jordan. Yeah. I don't, you, you I, it's, it's, it's nothing you can say. You can't take nothing from him. He got six rings. Yeah. But that boy was the he changed the international basketball. And people used to get on Jordan about talking about he wasn't socially relevant and involved. He was, but he was born for a different purpose. Mm-hmm. He was born to usher basketball into the international level. Mm-hmm. That was his he calling. And he was clear on that. Yeah. And then he yeah. became a businessman and now he does some incredible stuff. But he's always been doing stuff with his jump foundation. Yeah. People just never really gave him that due. It's just LeBron is out there with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hey, greatness right there. Unapologetic. What about um, Dr. J, Julius Irving? One of the great basketball players, mm-hmm. man. Played in the ABA, came mm-hmm. to the NBA. See, it used to be an ABA. Mm-hmm. That was a red, white, and blue ball. Mm-hmm. When he came over to the NBA, mm-hmm. that was it. Because he was in the ABA clowning. They said, well, he come to the NBA, he won't, he won't what? And he did. He did. And he did. <laughs> if he come to the NBA, he won't. He won't what? Right. Came to That's the NBA and did all that plus some. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was just some great players, man. I've been very fortunate. My life, man. I grew up in a great time because mm-hmm. I think I saw the best entertainers, and mm-hmm. I've seen the best athletes. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, when he lost to Frazier in '71 mm-hmm. at Madison Square Garden. And we went to school next day. They sent everybody home. What? what do you mean? Why? Because we were so was sad. Oh, oh, the teachers were sad. The he students meant that were sad. Much. You saying he just mm-hmm. meant that? No, they mm-hmm. sent us. Y'all go home. Anybody yeah. studying? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Ali lost to Frazier. Yeah. You gotta watch Be- One Night in Miami, Steve. Yeah. You gotta I watch seen that. that yet. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen Crazy. that yet. Yeah, you know, you I did watch, watch something though. What did I watch? Did you guys see Last mm-hmm. Chance You? Have you yeah, seen that? I yes, watched. I love that series. Carl, I love it. I watched the whole series. You talk about the new basketball yes. series? Yes. I saw the uh, uh, L.A. College. Yeah, East, East, East yeah. L.A. College. East, East yes. L.A. College. Mm-hmm. Elad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, so great good. series on Netflix. Really yeah. good series. I watched that whole series. It was really good. It's about uh, J.C. Basketball. And I watched it. Yeah. yeah, they coach yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Yeah, <laughs> we love oh crazy. God, on the show. I love these crazy coaches. <laughs> we love crazy. Scan these kids. <laughs> but he make them into great men, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, y'all was a great well, show. Listen. Y'all have a great uh, day. Thank y'all for joining us. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Hey, don't forget everybody. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. Don't matter if you ain't talked to him in a while. He's real understanding about that. All right? We'll see y'all tomorrow.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 